I'm Gavin. Uh, today we'll be back to our regular thing. We're not catching up on lots of reviews like we were last week. No. So uh, we'll be just be carrying on with our usual thing, which is talk a little bit about what's been going on in the movie world, and then to uh, hit you up with our big review, which is Transformers: Transformers Dark of the Moon. Oh, okay. They should have just called it Dark Side of the Moon. Yes, they, that was, there must know. have been some problem with that. You know, the, 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 he, was like, he was all for it, and someone in the legal said, we checked, Pink no. Floyd said, fuck, fuck off. off. <laughs> we hated the last two, fuck you. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm, not I'm not sure. I think that probably was the case, because I do recall at some point, like uh, in, the, in the very early stages, Dark Side of the Moon, where yeah. it, they, it was going to be called Dark Side of the Moon, so it probably was to do with copyright. You know, and, and it's mentioned so many times in the movie that you that you would think, yeah, it's, you know, it's like, uh, is, is that is Michael Bay doing that just to piss them off? It's like just say Dark Side of the Moon whenever possible. It's not illegal for you to say Dark Side of the Moon. That's a, a complaint I was just writing in that song later. <laughs> but, um, uh, we'll get to that review later. Yes, we shall get to that review later. <coughs> That'll be very interesting. Uh, and before we go any further, if you guys uh, want to send us a line, complain, what have you, you can email us at podcast at mcyappenfries.com. That's podcast at meyappenfries.com. Yes, it is. Okay. Kicking off news. Uh, this is a film that uh, I've talked about a little bit. Uh, Argo, Ben Affleck's yes. new film. Yeah. Uh, this, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this because it sounds insane. Yeah. It sounds like one of those, like, one of those movies and in the same vein. it's based on a real story, yeah, right? Yeah, it's based on a true story. It sounds like one of those movies in the same vein as, like, you know, Charlie Wilson's War, where it's like, you know, fuck. This actually happened. This actually happened. Fuck. <laughs> um, it's uh, based... It's based on a, an, a, an article from Wired uh, by Joshua Berman that was titled How the CIA Used a Fake Science Fiction Flick to Rescue Americans from Tehran. Yeah. And that pretty much says it all. Uh, it's a yeah, true story, basically, like CIA agents, they pose as a movie crew and just pretend to shoot a movie there, but actually smuggle out all these, I think, what, Amer American diplomats? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and the, so Ben Affleck signed on to direct this uh, some time ago, after being pretty much offered everything. Anything you wanted, yeah. Uh, and um, the first person to be cast was Alan Arkin, yeah. who's always good fun. Yeah. And uh, Alan Arkin's been cast as the, uh, as the producer uh -huh. of, uh, of, of the film. And is he an actual producer, or is he the CIA? Is he a CIA guy they're not, they're, they're producer? Too, they weren't too clear on that, yeah. they weren't too clear on that, uh, so that, that could be interesting. Uh, That's I hadn't thought of that before, but, actually. But, uh, it could be the split. Like yeah. Some of them are actual CIA. But I think, but I think that it is a real producer, because they do take like a real... Uh, you know, they do get uh, real Hollywood people involved because oh. uh, John Goodman is signed on uh, to play uh, a special effects guy. Ah. Uh, and I, I can't remember his name, but it's, a special, it's the same, he, the guy who uh, won the Oscar for Planet of the Apes. Oh. So it's, so it's all like real life people. And they got Jack Kirby involved. I want to see who's going to play Jack yeah. Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see who's, I, wanna, I really want to see who's going to be uh, playing Jack Kirby. Cool. Um, and uh, Brian Cranston has signed on as well. Oh yeah, he's getting a lot of. Uh, he's getting a traction. lot of love. What's he's, he, he's the bad guy. In he's the bad guy in Total Recall. Yeah. Uh, he's he's amazing in Breaking Bad. You watched all that? I haven't watched all of it, but I've seen I've seen the first couple of seasons. It's he's he's amazing in it. Yeah. Uh, and I and I and I and I loved him in Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle. middle yeah. <laughs> he's an from Malcolm in the Middle. For those of you who don't know who Brian Cranston is. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, there was this big sort of question in the air as to whether or not uh, Ben Affleck was going to act in it. Yeah. Uh, but now it's confirmed that he is going to act in it. Oh. And I'm a little disappointed in that because the character he's playing is, the character's name is Tony Mendez. Uh-huh. That's like Antonio Mendez. <laughs> <laughs> How's he going to do that does, with a does, Boston accent? Does, does, does Ben Affleck strike you as a, you know, when you look at him, does he, does he strike you as a Tony Mendez? No. No. So I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I you know, I, I love the Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan. But uh, you loved him in Phantoms. I, I love. Yeah, I loved him in Phantoms. <laughs> I loved everyone in Phantoms. <laughs> that movie was awesome. <laughs> 
Except Peter O'Toole, he sucked. Uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's awesome. Um, but it just kind of feels a little weird, you know. Why why would you do that? Especially when in your last two films you seem to be quite dedicated to <clears throat> realism, to yeah. getting it like really sort of sort of spot on. Well, you know, man, this is from Southie in the Boston. He grew up rough. He had a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, just, uh, I, I I Google image this guy. He doesn't look like Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's a small role, and he can slowly just you know go out of. Getting into straight into directing and full-on directing. But aside from that, I'm I'm really looking forward to this film. I really loved uh, Gone Baby Gone, and I love the town. Uh, so I'm really curious to see what he does outside of Boston because you know, you know, it'd be interesting <laughs> it'd to see. Nice it'd, to be see interesting, it'd be interesting to see like a, you know how that affects his eye <coughs> because up until you know like two movies in a row, it's like yeah. you know. Uh, one of the things that he was praised for was his uh, choice of locations, where he chooses to put to stage stuff. Yeah, you know, and that's because he grew, he fucking grew he up. He knows there, everything. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just am curious to know would he would he be able to bring that same kind of thing to something that <laughs> just be terrible? Be terrible. He's like he doesn't know what the world is like outside of I know, it, I know. Outside Boston. I know he's so he's you know he's so sheltered. He lives yeah. such a sheltered life. You know, <laughs> who the fuck are we <laughs> to be like saying this? I've traveled quite a bit. You know, I'm an, I'm an educated moviegoer. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see what you do with a different set, asshole. <laughs> uh, and also, it's a period film. It takes place in the 70s. So, yeah. that, that's, uh, you gotta love that shit. I, I wanna, that, that is one reason to be, you know, like, you see, like... Anchorman. You're gonna see, you're gonna see fucking Anchorman here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On Ben Affleck. <laughs> and uh, John Goodman. And Suits with Flair. Who is, suits getting, with who is getting thinner and fucking thinner. Is Have you seen John Goodman no, no. lately? He's fucking, you know, it's, it doesn't look like... The last time I saw him was in Treme and he was just shouting a lot, so it seemed like it seemed like John Goodman to me. He doesn't look like Walter anymore. Let's no. just let's just put it that way. Roseanne was years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought I would bring that up because it's, it's aside from that, it's lining up a, a killer cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben Affleck, Alan Arkin, John Goodman, Brian Cranston. You got all all kinds of award winners in there. Hopefully, he doesn't fuck it up. Hopefully. Uh, did you see this? Who's week? Jack Kirby? <laughs> That's all I want to care. Did you see this week that there was a synopsis for Ridley Scott's Prometheus was leaked? Uh, and then yes. quickly um, addressed by the company. Yes, I did. From, I did. Uh, but I, I did not read it. Yeah. Oh, I did, did not. I did not read it because I don't. Wanna, I don't want to know. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to be. I'd like to be kind of surprised by this because I. I, I was that story? Well, <laughs> I'm a little bit. No, because I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical about the movie anyway. So yeah. I, I really don't. I I, I don't want to know what it's about. I think if I if I was to find out more about it, I think I'd be more dubious about the project. It's probably going to be it's probably going to be a kick-ass movie. I mean, mm-hmm. Rid- Ridley Scott is a great director. You know, when he doesn't get when he's not jerking off over himself. Yeah. You know, but I'd rather not know. I'd rather be in a little bit in the dark about this because I'm I'm really starting to miss that. And I'm they've done it. This is the first they've had on this. This is they've been there halfway through shooting already, and there's mm-hmm. been no script leaks, nothing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing for movies these days. Someone always leaks something. Mm-hmm. Well, I read it. You read it? Yeah. And it sounds like well, the space jockeys are... Involved? In it, yeah. So it is kind of a prequel. Yeah, I reckon that's why they're being so quiet about it. <laughs> I reckon that it's just at the end, it'll be just like, you know, the fucking... So basically, everything that we heard at the beginning was all true. And the, uh, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then Ridley Scott was like, what the fuck are you doing? Mix, no, no, no. It's something different. <laughs> they mustn't know. No ah, one, gotcha. <laughs> no one knew in the first film. No one could know about this film. <laughs> But um, yeah, big corporations are. It does sound very much like it's in that world. Whether whatever else they say, I mean, one cool. of the, one I, t- I take everything back. Yeah, I'm pumped. <laughs> I should have read it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, but 
as, but as an idea, you gotta admit, like, do we really fucking need an alien prequel? No. You know, it. Do we need any kind of prequel? The whole point is the first movie was the most interesting time of their yeah, life. Probably. <laughs> why didn't yeah. you Why didn't you tell the prequel story it's, it's, first, dumbass? <laughs> Ch- childhood of the best years, you know. <laughs> Do we really want to see them see them as teens? You know? yeah. <laughs> let's see Han Solo when he was six. <laughs> no, no. Let's see Han Solo when he was a whiny little twelve-year-old bitch. <laughs> well, they made that movie in the end, didn't they? They did. <laughs> um. Yeah, my another story. The other story was that the, that they were at Cine Cine Europe, which is like a cinema festival thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ridley Scott, Numi Rapace, and Michael Fassbender. And again, they were just like very, very quiet. Michael, Fa- Michael Fassbender's in everything these days. Yeah. He's just turning up everywhere. He's working with Yellow Gear. Did you hear about uh, uh, Thor 2 being confirmed? Yes. And that uh, also Kenneth Branagh has taken a walk. Yeah. Which is interesting. He's taking producing duties. Maybe. There's a definite maybe. And I, I, Jesus. That's, a bit low. That's, that's pretty close. It's going to be the last podcast ever, folks. The helicopters is about to buzz the tower. Do you hear it? Good. Quick. Run. Get to the chopper. Shit. <laughs> God damn it. We got Charlie all over the place. <laughs> They're not in the jungle. Uh, out of the jungle. So, uh, where's Vasky? <laughs> where's Vasky? <laughs> where's Vasky? Um, the thing that always surprised me most about that line was that I thought he was saying, Where's Bowski? Yeah. And the I didn't is, realize that that's the full name. Yeah. And the where's thing Bowski? Of, yeah. Where, where's Bowski? Mr. Bowski. Mr. Where's Bowski? Mr. Where's Adrian Bowski was his name. Adrian. <laughs> Have you seen the things actually for aliens? Cameron comes off as such a, you know, focused, directed guy. Mm hmm. And uh, like. There's like two of the actual Marines or just extras that kind of pop in and out. Which one? There's two in the background. They're one of the early ones who yeah, die. Yeah. But there's a whole lot of like continuity and weirdness about that movie. Like the fact that the actual truck loader mm-hmm. is not as tall as people, so the inside doesn't match the outside. Oh shit! I have because it, I think there's very few scenes you see them standing beside it. It only that. comes up to shoulder height. I haven't and noticed. then they're standing fully. You know, they're not hunched over inside. They're standing almost fully um, erect. But there's two. I saw it online. There's some website, that, that alien website, and it has there's two photos of two guys, and they're literally just in like maybe one shot or standing in the background. Well, and I, their names switch at times. Really? So something like that happens. Yeah, they just, they just, they weren't. You know, like, this is like getting to that really painful point where you've seen a movie so many fucking times that this is the shit that you watch. It's <laughs> awesome. Because <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, okay, so Wade Palm's gone. I remember him. He's a black guy. Who, who's, who is Wierzbowski? Wierzbowski. I don't know. He was that guy engulfed in flames as he, like, <laughs> as he fell down the fucking flight of stairs. <laughs> he was the guy who went. <laughs> but there, were a hell of, there was a hell of a lot of Marines. They and were, then, and then the they wasn't. were, and yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> Cameron wrote like he wrote like you know, um, you know Vasquez, he wrote Deutsch, he wrote yeah, all the guys. It's like I couldn't be fucking bothered to three more Marines, <laughs> Marine A, B, and C. But um, yeah, no Kenneth Branagh on tours. I, I, I don't know. I mean, like it's it's. I mean, who knows? Maybe yeah. he, maybe he thought it would be good to, good idea to quit while he's ahead. Yeah, I mean, it was, the announcement was by the studio, and they did say that it's the, the, his departure was mutual and amicable. Yeah. Which is always means that it's not fucking... They wouldn't say anything. It was just like, yeah. oh, we decided to move on. But yeah. saying yeah. it's mutual and amicable is... Yeah. And also, uh, in when when the first door came out, Kenneth Branagh did say a couple of times in e- uh, during meetings, so they asked him about the sequel, and he, he, he was quoted as saying, a sequel to Thor 
is a very, very delicious prospect. Mm. <laughs> so he clearly wasn't against the idea. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, he, he wants to make sure he doesn't get too... I mean, you don't want to get too caught up in that because he has one to deal with other stuff as well, you know? Yeah, but can't that shit wait while you do another huge fucking movie, you know? Mm. Uh, he doesn't want to do a huge fucking movie. He maybe, maybe, maybe he was sort of like, you know, like wiping the sweat off his brow, like, fuck, thank fuck. Yeah. Thank fuck I, thank fuck I got away with it. Yeah. You know, you never know. And I mean, th th that's the thing. Maybe it's because they've already set the release dates of July 26, 2013. He's like, or it could be that you know the Marvel brass are just fucking hard asses. Yeah. It's like you know, I, I don't like this. I don't like this Limey's attitude, man. He's got to go. <laughs> if, he, if I if I hear him talk about fucking Shakespeare one more time, I'm gonna kick his ass. He's got to go. He gave us a hit, and I'm grateful. But get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Get Michael Bay. <laughs> he get the fuck out to the tune of Thor has made four hundred and thirty-seven million dollars worldwide. Yeah, not a, no, nothing to be scoffed at. No. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It's, it's there's going to be like a lot of fucking satur saturation going. Like Thor two comes out uh, in July two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Um, Iron Man comes out May two thousand thirteen, and uh, and uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, monster movie Pacific Rim comes out on July two thousand thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, R.I.P.D. comes out 2013. <laughs> you know, that. Uh, the Fast and the Furious movie. The next one comes out 2013. What Six. the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's, just, it's just F, right? It's, yeah, yeah. it's going to be shortened down. Just <laughs> so there's a lot of competition. It's a crazy ass year. <clears throat> yeah, and Del Toro was talking about Pacific Rim and other yeah, projects. Yeah, he's, he's saying that it's the biggest thing he's ever done. Yeah, and, and it's the biggest insane. monster movie ever made. Yeah, which is pretty big. Yeah, there have been mean, some pretty big monsters. Yeah, I've been some pretty big ones. And uh, he was talking about Pacific Rim, saying he's been enjoying that, he's having a whale of a time. Uh, he's also mentioned the, in the Mouth of Madness, said that it's... He says it's moving slowly, the main reason he doesn't want to do it is because the last studio wanted, to, wanted him to do it PG-13. Mm. And you know, he does, he, you know, he refuses to buckle under that, so... He'd rather, he, he says to me, I'd rather cut my budget than cut the plot. Yeah. Or cut rating. But it's, it's a movie that he clearly wants to do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So and uh, and I would love to see him do it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be insane. And he also uh, we were, uh, was talking about Mike Mignola's comments last week about Hellboy two or Hellboy three. Mm -hmm. And you know, Mike Mignola basically said, "I don't think it's going to get made. Gimbal the Toro's too busy." He says, "No, I want to make it. I'm just kind of busy." <laughs> Like, get that's what it. you said, Guillermo. You'll get it. <laughs> uh, speaking of like um, you know, like monster movies and shit like that, uh, this is something that's pretty interesting. Uh, Haley Joel Osment is making a comeback. In uh, an updated version of um, uh, the, uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, based on Steve Niles comic *Wake the Dead*. What? <laughs> Have, uh, did you read that that no. comic? Uh, Steve Niles, the writer of um, 30, Days 30, of 30 Days of Night*, uh, he wrote this modern-day retelling of uh, Frankenstein called *Wake the Dead*, um, which is uh, they change uh, Victor Frankenstein to Victor Franklin, <coughs> uh, a young medical student who starts experimenting with corpses. And uh, Haley Joel Osment. Sorry, experimenting with corpses. With corpses. <laughs> it's awesome, Haley Joel Osment in a necrophilia movie. That's what I've always wanted. <laughs> and Haley Joel Osment has been cast as uh, the, the corpse, as the Victor Franklin. <laughs> it's being directed by uh, Jay Russell, who directed Ladder Forty Nine and uh, Tuck Everlasting. There you go. Wow. Uh, but I'm, I, I didn't read the comic. Uh, no, but, I, but I remember the comic book cover, and it was pretty fucked up. Really? Yeah, it was like, it was, it was fucked up. I don't know how to describe it. It was like skin, skinless, sinews everywhere, and like fucking meat hooks. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty crazy. So, but yeah, yeah, this is interesting, because this guy's been stuck in voiceover hell for like uh, the last few years. Yeah, yeah. He's I been, mean, he's look, been, look at that photo. Yeah. He does look that is a, That is a face that only a mother can love. Yeah. No, that's freaky. No, yeah. that, that, he just looked wrong. 
<laughs> and also, can I take this opportunity to say that I am, I am a closet fan of uh, Kenneth Branagh's Mary Shelley Frankenstein? Yeah, you said that last week as well. <laughs> and I think, yeah, you said that last week. I say it a lot. Yeah. I say it a lot, because that movie doesn't get enough love. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Diary, why does nobody understand me? <laughs> P.S. I am not mad. P.S. P.S. I love you! Yeah. Harry! Harry, I love you! <laughs> <laughs> I think next time, whenever we're gonna just like switch to like different things, like if we're like if we're gonna switch like to news to Ron Weasley, yeah, whatever we're gonna do, <laughs> we'll just do we we'll just do these random like things. We should probably talk about that outside the podcast. <laughs> uh, lots of trailer news this week. I don't know if you caught many of these, but that was bloody brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say that when you watched the end of Transformers? Uh, no. <laughs> there were times I wanted to shout at the screen. I was like, I was so tempted to just make like a, sni- a snarky aside. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! No, hold it in, hold it in. There was actually one guy inside me at one point, did go, What? <laughs> what? Huh? What am I seeing? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> well, we had some trailers this week. Yes, we did. We did you did. see the, tra- the trailer for Pixar's The Brave? Uh, no, I did not. No. Well, um, it's the Pixar's. I've seen. I've seen the uh, the still images next, for it. It, I looks, think it's it looks the, pretty cool. It's the, it's it's the, the next one before Monsters University. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's their next one. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks cool. It's got the Pixar people. You know, what I mean, because people in Pixar ones always look kind of the same, even though they're stylized to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, great hair, but it doesn't. Really, it's a, it's quite an odd trailer because it shows this girl galloping through the woods, and there's a bear and some stones and Kevin. Uh, what's the name, Kevin McKid? Kevin McKidd, yeah. Yeah, Kevin McKidd's given the Scottish voiceover. And it's all about, you know, the history and the lion and shit. And then she goes by this little blue floating orb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then a bear attacks. Oh, the yeah. bear looks cool. But, I'm like, she's fucking... She goes... This is not, like... She goes for the bow and she's, like, going to kill it. But it's just a very... Uh, maybe it's just Pixar would do it that way, but it doesn't give you any idea what the fuck it's going to be like. Interesting. I've been tempted to watch it, but I'd kind of, like, just uh, avoid it on purpose because I'm just going through a going through a Pixar thing these days I'm just not interested yeah <laughs> it's it's weird because yeah I mean I've, I've looked at the images and it does look you know but then again but everything they said like oh it's a quite you know she's got her I think there's something about rebellion against her father oh crap mm-hmm. that's always mm-hmm. what happens kids, kids are you know gotta learn to mm-hmm. do the right thing but like there's nothing about what what is there dragons? Is there not dragons? Is it just what are they? What, what's what's going to happen? What's going to be the? the there's nothing. It's I'll check it out after this actually yeah. because now now I'm interested. What you've told me is actually interested me. I thought I thought it was going to be some like fucking lame generic family shit. What does it mean? I don't know. There's literally not. You cannot tell. It's the most. It's the, that's what I'm saying. How weird the trailer is. It gives you no flavor whatsoever. Okay. It's like I, when we it's like when we saw the first the Transformers three trailer. We were like, yeah. Yeah. And you could tell what was going on there. They go to the moon. This one doesn't. This no, one doesn't have that. There's a horse ride in it mm-hmm. and a bear. It's got great hair. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll check it out after this. Yeah. It sounds awesome. The other trailer I saw was War Horse. Did you see this from Steven Spielberg? No, I didn't. <laughs> I oh, again, I was tempted to. I'm like, looks gay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think on, on YouTube. I was looking at it. I wasn't. Sure I, it. it was a total. It was a total dick moment. I acknowledge what an asshole I sound like when I say that, but that was just the first thing that popped into my head. I was just this. What the fuck this? <laughs> I don't care if it's Steven Spielberg. Because I had to go look. I was looking. I don't for want to watch any trail to any movie that's got the word horse in it. Yeah. <laughs> if it had just war and nothing else. Yeah. Ah, give me that. Or if it was just it's called like, horse. You go see like, a movie watch it's called horse. Maybe a bit more curious, like War Horse. I'm like, nah, I don't want to see a. You know, that sounds like Water Horse. That movie sucked. There's Water Horse. Yeah, there was that movie with uh, Emily Watson and Ben Chaplin. 
about Nessie? Was it that young little that young little fucking water horse? Oh fuck. <laughs> ben Chaplin, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that ben shit. Chaplin doing the, the weirdest accent. Ben Chaplin seems to have a knack for like just doing these really bizarre accents in movies sometimes. <laughs> He's a really bad actor, that's why. <laughs> He's not a bad actor. He was awesome in the thin red line. Two words. Alan Tudyk. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that later. Yes, um, but Warhorse. So it's basically Sea Biscuit goes to war. Um, but it, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't see the trailer. Yeah, it, what is this it's fucking kinda, war shit? It's depressing because it's like you've decided to spend your time doing this <laughs> instead of keeping an eye on Michael Bay and making him not fuck up Transformers or do something. You know, it's like Steven Spielberg made those. He invented the summer blockbuster, and yet, you know. I think Steven Spielberg's smart enough to realize that Michael Bay can do whatever the fuck he wants. This movie is still going to make more money than... Oh, yeah, no, no, there's nothing wrong there. What I'm saying is that it's like, why did you choose this? I mean, yeah, there's... The horse is just mostly running. I'm not sure whether it was. Is it the fantastic journey? Is it just that mm -hmm. they actually... The horse has to come home from the sum or what? But it, it's totally underwhelming. And it's just like, why the fuck would I want to go see this? I mean, it's... Maybe it's the way that the Shawshank Redemption looked. If you saw the trailers before you went to see it, it's like, why the fuck would I go see this gay prison movie? <laughs> it's like, why the fuck would I go see this gay horse movie? But the first comment on YouTube on the, when I was looking for the trailer, because I always wanted to check if it was the right trailer. Mm -hmm. So what is this? What is this? Fucking, I thought this was Steven Spielberg. What is this shit for furries? A lot of horse. There's a lot of horse love in it. Oh, shit. Uh, I saw the trailer for uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Oh, I forgot to look that. Did you? Uh, I did saw the headline, but I didn't did go back. No. It's a now. This is what this is a fucking trailer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cast is just insane. Gary Oldman, Benedict Cumberbatch, um, Cumberbatch, um, Colin Firth, Tom Hardy, Mark Strong. Uh, it's it's a crazy ass. Tom Hardy cast. and Mark Strong. Yep. Wow. Oh, I saw a photo of Mark Strong in his Sinestro makeup, mm -hmm. like as in just getting it done, like he mm -hmm. didn't have the Green Lantern suit on. Fucking hell. How the fuck did they do that? <laughs> I don't know, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. But yeah, this trailer looks awesome. Um, it's, um, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it. I know that it's a very famous novel and everything. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, but was there an older version of it? Like a not movie, a TV show or something? Uh, yes, there was, there was. There was a TV miniseries uh, in 1979 mm. uh, with Alec Guinness. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, which also I have not seen. So I'm actually not very familiar with the story. All mm -hmm. I know is it's about like it's about a mole, <laughs> and trying to find out, you know, like uh, who the mole is. Yeah. Uh, but it, the the cast is insane. It's directed by uh, Thomas uh, Alfredson, who directed uh, the um, the original um, uh, Let the Right One In. Oh yeah, yeah. So which was a movie that I loved. That was excellent. Yeah, but uh, check this trailer out. It's it looks very cool. It looks like a very 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 intense fucking whodunit. And uh, did you see the trailer for Puss in Boots? No. I, 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 I went... <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you, I like I had no choice, because it was in front of Transformers. I was uh, I arrived late. But uh, I wanted to hate this trailer, uh -huh. but I couldn't. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> it, it, I mean, you don't, you don't get much of the plot. Yeah. It's, it's more cute than anything else, but An Antonio Banderas as that character is just genius. Is Everything. it a prequel, or is it just... Uh, I think, no, I think it's just a standalone story. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess prequel, because... Like before, after. It's how he learns how to do the eye thing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. Really, I don't really know. But I know that uh, his romantic interest is uh, Sam Hayek. Uh -huh. So it's like a desperado reunion of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking a note. <laughs> I want to make sure to link off the trailer later. I just accidentally wrote that. Put this in boots. <laughs> you don't. 
Cushion boots. Cushion boots. Maybe that was why in Doha it was called Cat in Boots Understanding. Did I tell you that? No, I didn't. They I didn't. had a standy up and cat standing there looking over his shoulder like Zorro, and the bottom it says Cat in Boots. Because like they thought it was, they thought it said piss. I don't know. Maybe. Piss in boots. <laughs> piss in boots. <laughs> go, to see, go to see piss in boots. <laughs> <laughs> where is the cat? Pissing boots? Yes, he always does, but where is he? My cat pissing boots! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh god, I'm over. What's your excuse? <coughs> I'm big. We also, we also got a trailer for Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. And I saw this in the French version, and then the real version? Yes. Makes a lot more sense when you see it in English. Yes, it does. I didn't see the French version because I knew it would make more sense in English. It's only a matter of time before. <coughs> Before the English version was going to come out anyway. At the beginning, I was like, oh, the voiceover is garbage anyway. You, know, you have to set up your story with a voiceover. And then t- see t- hearing Tom Wilkinson explain, oh, by the way, everyone's out to get you. I was like, oh, now I know what they're doing. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it looks like it could be a cool film, but I, I was, I, I mean, it didn't blow me away. Yeah. But it did blow Tom Cruise away and around and a bit and everything as well, being picked up by bombs and thrown missing cars and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, that, that last bit in the desert where like, you know, he with the bomb blast, it looks strikingly similar to the to the same to the shot in Mission Impossible 3. The sideways, the yeah, sideways yeah. The, the, the explosion is directly behind me, but when it goes off, I should be thrown 90 degrees to the left. Yeah, because it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Yeah, but it actually that that shot in particular actually looked very similar. Mm. Looked very similar, and that kind of took me out of it for for, for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and the whole thing with him uh, shit, I keep forgetting, what's the name of that fucking tower? The Burge. The Burge. Every time, like, uh, there's been a lot of talk Great about... Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> the Burge. The Burge. <laughs> but, you know, there was a, there was a, there's been a lot of talk about that, that stunt. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, it by no means looks easy. But <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know, yeah. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> uh, but having said that... But you know, that, the first man who had to sit on top of the tallest building in the world yes. and just rest his balls on it which had to be Tom Cruise. Yes. <laughs> Check it out, world! Because he's winning. Um, but having said that, it didn't give me goosebumps the way that uh, the, the, the opening scene from Mission Impossible 2 did with the mountain, when he was hanging off the mountain. Yeah, yeah. That, he's just free yeah. hanging. Yeah, that shit, just like... This is like, if you're... If you shoot him close up, it just looks like he's on the ground floor, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, the, you know, and you know what, when, when we see the whole sequence, I'll probably eat my words, but yeah. just for like seeing what's in that trailer, it doesn't seem to match like the whole like, holy fuck yeah. uh, aspect. The thing that got me was, um, do, why do we never get to see them go on an actual impossible mission? They're always, he could, they've been dis- he's been disavowed every time, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Can't the government be on their side for a change? Yeah, exactly. They're, they're actually like, fighting like real villains. I mean, they're constantly getting fucked by their own people. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's Mission Impossible. It's impossible to get a mission. Deal with these It's impossible to get a mission. Yeah. Because you're constantly being fucked by your own people. Cold War's over, man. There's no one to fight anymore. We just fight ourselves. But you know, it struck me as odd. It's like, why don't they just like go and get somebody who has something? This is uh, the, the Mission Impossible movies are actually just prequels for the old Mission Impossible series. Yeah. Because he's got to wait for Ethan Hunt to get as old as fucking. This is like his intern stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because when he's old and he's too fucking old to climb mountains. Yeah, and, and, and he's, and he's setting climb, it up then. Then, then, then they go on actual missions. Yeah. It's like I'm too old to be a selfish prick. Let's let's go have some fun with everyone, all right? Yeah, you know, let's let's take on, on some. You, you put on a mask. Here, here. And then pull here. it on. As soon as you've used this, take it go. off. There you go. Self-destruct. Five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, in a row. 
<laughs> but it is an odd, yeah, it's it an is. odd thing. The movies are basically prequels. We should watch all the movies and then watch and then, the TV shows. And then show. watch the TV shows. Like, you this totally is fall I, asleep, man. The pacing from those TV shows. You watch all the TV shows, the pacing is They're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. It, it was actually a shit. Even Columbo's one more thing that actually lasts half an hour at a time. The, you know, uh, but for me, in terms of pacing, my favorite show of all time is Matlock. Wow. Matlock. <laughs> I am a huge Matlock fan. Do you ever watch Matt? Matlock. Get out! <laughs> you don't like Matlock? You don't like Andy Griffin? I like Andy wrong? Griffin, but I don't like Matlock. There's a difference. Remember that episode where it's like... No! He, he had the, I didn't he, remember, I didn't watch it, it he, sucked. He brings the cook into court to cook for, for the defendant. <laughs> because, like, this is where the... Like, where, how, how are these people poisoned through the food? You know, it's like... So, like, she, the cook gets brought into the courtroom, and she actually cooks up a fucking meal. This can only happen in Matlock. Yeah, yeah. There's like a cooking class Contempt, going Contempt, jail. <laughs> Mr. Matlock, I'll remind you not to cook lunch in my courtroom yeah. again. And then Matt, and then Matlock is like, gives like, puts, oh, that looks delicious, you know. <laughs> and he gives it to the, uh, the the defendant. He's like, eat it. He's like, I don't want to eat it. <laughs> Why don't you want to eat it? Is it because you know it's poisoned? <laughs> you know. You know, it's like, and like, you, and then he's like, you can't prove anything. And then Matlock goes, I don't have to prove anything. And then Matlock eats it. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he takes these two two eggs and he's like, you see those little holes? <laughs> that is where the eggs were injected with the poison. Because <laughs> once you use the egg, you throw the shell away. Mm. Mm, it's the perfect crime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> so, yes. What was like to see Simon Pegg? Underwhelming. Yeah, Simon Pegg looks like he gets a lot to do, but from what I understand, like, I mean, in Mission Impossible 3, he shot for, like, four days, and in Mission Impossible uh, 4, he, shoot for, he shot for, like, 74 days. 74? Something like that. Okay. I remember him saying in an interview, it was but, something like that. I mean, like they that. are, so, I, mean, I mean, this, this time, they've been disavowed as a team this time. Yeah. As opposed, as opposed to just Ethan on his own. Yeah. Where's Maggie Q? I don't know. I want answers. Where's... <laughs> not Rachel McAdams, the other one. Oh, but Sawyer's in it. Sawyer from, from, uh, from Lost. Lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But where's... Why was the girlfriend from... This, which one's this? This is four, is it? Hmm? Is this four? This is four. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> We live in a world where they made three Transformers movies and four Mission Impossible <laughs> movies. Dude, dude, I remember when the first Mission Impossible movie came out, right? It, oh, was, it was before the age of cineplexes. Yeah. You still had a big screen to go to. That's how... You remember that? Oh, yeah. those are good days, man. Yeah. That was good. Like, go, like uh, on the big screen, really meant the big screen. Yeah, because they have a small one as well. Yeah. The one in our village had a small... <laughs> they had a small one. It's like, it, was, it was like watching TV. You're about the same distance from the screen. I remember like how, how blown away I was the first time I went to a cinema that had two screens. You know, like, what? wait, we, there's need... more than one queue for popcorn? So if I go to the right, that's one movie, <coughs> and the left, there's another one? <laughs> and we don't need to go upstairs? Oh my god, we're on... <laughs> Crazy times. This isn't a third world country. And another thing with the cinemas these days, do you see the um, stuff Spy Kids 4 is in aromascope? Uh, no, I did not see this. <laughs> Why are you saying this? Why it's does just, this movie exist? This is the, the, the reason for us to ask the question. Is Robert Rodriguez two people? <laughs> it is bizarre when, the, when when he goes all out with his family shit. Yeah, yeah. It is really, really, it is, it does feel like this is a totally different thing. I mean, it's aromascope, so it's a scratch and sniff card, essentially. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> but then again, I mean, okay, I mean, you understand the logic is that you're doing your, you're doing your, your, your family films just for your kids. Yeah. And then you're doing your... And also you hate your kids. <laughs> so you're giving them demeaning rubbish. <laughs> Insulting crap. Yeah, I based that character on you, you little bitch. If they, if they do another one, that should be like the, the by title. Like Spy Kids 5. Robert, Rod Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez hates his kids. <laughs> 
Spike Kid Six, so does Tarantino. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it's just it's he made all three of these. Mm-hmm. It's in 3D. It's got the scratch and sniff shit going on. Jeremy Piven's in it. Machete's in it again. They got everyone back. I mean, Antonio Banderas is in it for a bit. Danny Trejo can do whatever he wants. I know. <laughs> he can, this is one guy who can be in any movie. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's, it's just it's interesting. They, they keep coming back to this, and it's so. Ricky Gervais is playing a robotic dog. Like his voice again. Yes, and there's yes. an, there's an attack scene and it's weightless, crappy effects. You know what I mean? Yep. And Jessica Alba's in this one. But what, I mean, it's just like, you're capable of craft. This looks like you're throwing it together on the weekend. Like, I mean, it's that level of, it's got to that point where, no, it's not. It's costing millions of dollars, but you've made it look like you're doing shoddy effects. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like they're close. And they just said, it's only, the, it's only my kids' movie. Fuck it, let's, we'll just leave it at that. And As opposed to spending another six months making the dog's karate look more realistic. And is 4D aromascope, does that actually mean anything? Or is that just, just some Scratch stupid, cards. That was just stupid shit. No, no, I don't, I, I don't know how it's going to work on the, the movie. But like they have the, the, the trailer plays with the people in the audience. And it shows like in 3D and shit flies out on the screen. And in aromascope, it has that John, is it John McHale? Hmm? Joel McHale from Community, mm-hmm. also on the, mm-hmm. the, the, the soup in yep. the US. Um, he's like, that's like, the kids are going to love this, or what's the smell? And then it's like, there's a little logo on screen, and you scratch number four, and you get the smell of cereal. They actually illustrate it with the smell of cereal as the most examples. Like, that's very evocative. This sounds retarded. I know. Spy Kids movie. <laughs> it could be the ultimate stoner movie. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we just don't know. It's actually code. Robert Rodriguez but yeah it's weird it's, I thought, really that that does sound bizarre yeah uh, speaking of bizarre have you um, did, did did you hear about uh, Francis Ford Coppola's new film that he's taking to Comic Con yeah he's going to Comic Con but also Dan Deacon is yeah. scoring it do you yeah, know what Dan know. Deacon is uh, vaguely it's like oh it's, it's it's hard to describe that kind of music because a lot of it's great but a lot of it makes you want to pull your ear out, brain out <laughs> through your ears and squeeze it to death to make it stop. Well, apparently he's like saying, like, I mean, okay, for... Uh, he's like, he's like, a, he's the opposite Trent Reznor. This, this he's not all dark, he's all electronic, he's not all dark and shit, he's all happy, happy, joy, joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the film, it's called, uh, it used to be called Twixt, uh, Twixt Now and Sunrise. Yeah. Uh, but now it's just called Twixt, because it sounds like a fucking <laughs> chocolate bar. <laughs> this is gonna... That won't be the name, that won't be the final name in the UK. I'm sure they sell Twixes in the U.S., right? Yeah, 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 they do. But, it, I mean, it's a different spelling. I know, it's, it, but it's T-W-I-X. Yeah. T. I just cross up that last letter and you're done. Twix. <laughs> Twix. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know that some foreigners are going to be like, I want to see Twix. Yeah. <laughs> Twix. Twix. The Chinese people are going to be asking for Twix. <laughs> Twix. <laughs> Twix. <laughs> but uh, it's apparently certain parts of it. Sh- I've heard some weird shit about this. Uh, uh, it's apparently like certain scenes are going to be in 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, Val Kilmer, Bruce Dern, and Ben Chaplin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ben Chaplin plays Edgar Allan Poe. Oh. Yeah, and L. L. And L Fanning's in it as well. And um, it's something that I think like uh, Val Kilmer's playing a writer, and uh, L. L. Fanning's playing some some character, some one of, a fictional character that comes comes to life or some shit like that. Uh, it's some bizarre shit. And I've heard that part of it is going to be told in rhyme. And, and well, I'll go down well in Hall yeah. H. And uh, and uh, and, uh, and I've also heard that uh, like Dan Deacon, there's going to be like apparently the music in some regards some gonna interactive be element. some interactive element, and that Dan Deacon's going to be going to Comic Con with Francis Coppola, and they're going to show exactly what they mean by this shit. So Dan Deacon will personally attend every screening of this film and play in the corner. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but apparently there is some sort of live 
interactive element, element to it. Weird. So, it is. It's, it just sounds fucking batshit insane. Yeah, but it's also in- insane to bring that to Comic Con. No one knows what the fuck it is. No one will care. I don't know. I mean, like, uh, it, it, I mean, it's just bizarre. Just the whole idea of Francis Ford Coppola going to Comic Con. Going to Comic Con just is just ridiculous. But apparently, it's not his first time. He was there with Dracula. Yeah, and now he's going because he wants that sweet Lino exclusive. <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola loves the Thundercats. Yeah. Actually, Francis, if you do go, what you should watch out for is that fucking um, ma- go, go to the Mattel booth and get the fucking huge Mr. Stay Puff. It looks awesome. <laughs> Looking at the, the Comic Con exclusives. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got a list. <laughs> there's the there's there's a fucking uh, Swamp Thing exclusive oh, yeah? that looks so badass. It's the it's their first. Uh, it's their, it's their first time doing a figure where all the joints are sort of like under the skin, sort of, sort, so it's like there's no actual joints. Oh, wow. And it's still fully posable. Yeah, I mean, there are joints, but it's all sort of like... It also has a soul. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it will speak to you in the wee hours of the night. It moans softly to itself, actually. There's some nice ones. There's some nice ones. There's also like a very... Po- like uh, Mattel is coming out with like a, a, a fully posable um, uh, Voltron. Oh, wow. It's like 16-inch Voltron. Cool. So... <laughs> Yeah, I guess we can announce on the podcast. We're not going to Comic Con this year. No, no, no not we'll this be year. reporting on it the same way everyone else will. Looking at yes, the internet, not this refresh. year. Uh, did you see the trailer for Immortals? Uh, yes, I did. This movie looks so bad; it might be good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I, I thought I thought it was awesome in a, in a completely <laughs> horrible, eye raping way. Eye raping. It's only after. It's like it's like the visuals. And like you can, there's there's some cool shit happening. Yeah, uh, the gods are gold when they come down. To I know, but at the same time, it's visual in a very strangely, bizarrely small, cheap way. Yeah, you know, it, it's it, like you know they're just in that corridor. And it looks like a very, there. it looks like a very talented filmmaker working on a on, on, on a, a budget on a very small, lo- budget. small budget. Also, Mickey Rourke with uh, bunny ears. A why bunny ears? I, I I actually love that because when he's got that fucking visor on. that visor on with all he looks like a, I don't I don't know why but I keep thinking of my neighbor Totoro. <laughs> he looks like Totoro possessed. <laughs> it's I don't know why I have that got in my head. I'm just wondering is that exactly how tiresome saw, that? I just saw a huge fucking fat bunny <laughs> that can open its mouth really wide <laughs> and has a little man inside. I know. <laughs> What I mean, it's like by Mickey Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> he's not really in there; he's just acting. Yeah. But, I mean, I thought it was. I, I thought it looked cool. It and looks it, fun. And it, it says fun. like, you know, I'm going to release the Titans. The They've actually got Titans. I know, but the, you, you got to. Clash of the Titans didn't have Titans. You got to admit, some of the dialogue sounds pretty yeah. bad. Like that last, like Luke Evans's last line in, in, in towards the end of the trailer, like, "Prove us." Right. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. <laughs> Hal, you're late. This is an important day today. <laughs> Prove us. Oh, God. That, that was painful. I, I was thinking, yeah, I if, actually it, if it's had, that stilted throughout, then it's fucked. I mean, I, th- there was a shiver through my spine when that bit came out because I could not believe it. It's also very brown. And, to, you know, like to, to have it in the movie is one thing. To make it your climactic trailer moment yeah, yeah. that's bad that, that's that's dumb yeah it's fucking dumb man it's fucking dumb i'll still see it yeah <laughs> i'm looking forward to it i'm still gonna see it no it does look like even if it's a wreck yeah it'll be an entertaining wreck yeah it's got it's just got something about it like you know this movie could be terrible <coughs> I, I still want to see it yeah <laughs> 
but uh, and and Stephen Dorff just looks like out of place in that movie. I didn't see Stephen Dorff in Harden. You got to freeze frame that shit. Yeah. You're like when the, when those arrows are traveling and they save those two dudes. Uh -huh. Stephen Dorff is one of the dudes they save. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> and he's also like in that like, that you know like he's also in uh, in the front lines in the army when they're all cheering and like yeah. They did you notice the edit on that from the first trailer? The first trailer was like, are you with me? Bang. What's going on? Bang. <laughs> Speech is over. Stop doing that. Bang. You know what I mean? It was like yeah, that yeah, slow, yeah. but they just like, that's a bang, 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 bang. It's over. <laughs> they, 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 they like edited it together. So I don't know whether that, that speaks for the pacing of the movies a bit off if they can't even get the trailer right, but um, interesting visually. And I'd like to see Tarsus Singh working because I, I really did enjoy um, the one he did with the pace. Which one is this? Um, the Fall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that, but I hear it's beautiful. Oh, it is. It is beautiful, and it's, it, the story is a bit weak. But I mean, it is all a... of his films are visually amazing. I mean, yeah. even The Cell. I mean, The Cell visually is a fucking kick-ass movie. I'm, I actually don't mind that movie. I mean, I, I don't understand a lot of the hate that it gets. I mean, it's it's by no means a masterpiece. Yeah. But there's some interesting shit in there, and it goes to it's pretty fucking gruesome. Yeah. And also, it's it's a it's a nice timely reminder that once upon a time, Vince Vaughn was an actor. <laughs> he didn't just play Vince he didn't, Vaughn. He didn't just play Vince Vaughn. He actually tried to play real characters. Yeah, as a, it, he's supposed to just play Lazy Schlub number four. <laughs> I mean, like, he was smooth as shit in Swingers. And then, you know, he did... He, he was I, so money, baby. He was fucking awesome, you know? And, like, he did Lost World, which was an extension of that character. Uh, and then he disappeared at the end yeah. with no explanation yeah. whatsoever. But, you know, like, he, you know, uh, like, movies like The Cell was a serious route that he took. And, like, a movie like Clay Pigeons, where... He was a little bit of a psycho, and and he he was also Norman Bates in Psycho. Yeah, you know he was doing pretty dangerous movies, and he like Return to Paradise. These movies weren't great movies, but at least he was an yeah. actor. He was doing real fucking drama shit. It seems like ever since Dodgeball, it's like he's realized, hang on, I can just do this. Shit. I can. I don't. I just I get really baked in my trailer all day, and no one notices. Because <laughs> he is just a hangout guy who is pretty clever, but hasn't really applied himself and has to do something. He's teaming up again with uh, Ben Stiller. Oh yeah, on, on a science fiction comedy. Okay, so everything we've just said is wrong. He's doing so well. He's, he's going to play the same character maybe, but it's in space this time. It's a science fiction comedy about some like weird, like futuristic, like neighborhood watch type type of shit. <laughs> Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller reuniting reuniting with his dodgeball coaster arc. Yeah. As long as there's a Chuck Norris cameo, I'll give it a go. And get and get Justin Long back. Yes. As long as as long as there's stuff being thrown at him. Especially the balls. I, I love, Especially the balls. I love seeing that boy. If knows, you can dodge a spanner, you can dodge a dodgeball. That boy really knows how to express pain. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it really looked painful. <laughs> and, and it's and a beautiful fall. montage of him just getting hit <laughs> by a tool. <laughs> it's genius. It's the stuff that Oscar winners are made of. Is it? The, is it? He's, he's the first one to get it in the face. Is it or something? Yeah, like, he gets oh, it in the face. And let's go. And it turns around. It's like wow. And and it, and it really it looked like a really fucking. <laughs> Did he get back and say, oh, no, I'm okay, but it was like a big mark in his face? Either way, I, that was on while I was away and I was just blown away by it again. It is, for all the slack we're giving it, it is awesome. Yeah. Ah, shall we move on to this week's review, Transformers yes, 2? Do we have any emails? No. No emails. Thanks for bringing that up in front of everybody. <laughs> no emails. You've made the podcast feel neglected. No emails. No emails. We might as well just, yeah, rub our noses in it right now. Yeah. Oh. It does happen from time to time. Yeah. So, um... If you're listening, email us. Podcast at thecaptainfries.com. And now on to the main event. Transformers 3, Dark Side. Okay. So, you want to go first? Should it, I don't know. Seeing should, it's, should like, we, it's very fresh in your mind. Should we explain the plot? No. <laughs> <laughs> plot. 
I'm sorry, what? What did yeah. you say? Uh, <laughs> where to begin? Every time there's not a robot on screen, this is the, the dumbest this, movie this, ever this made. This is the worst movie ever made. <laughs> it's like, and the, thankfully, the robots are on screen a fair bit. Yeah, but even with the, even with that, the very beginning of it. Yeah. There's, that's the fucking long. I mean, I was like, yeah. is this the Discovery Channel? I'm just yeah. watching the space race now. Yep. Yep. There's no Transformers here. Actually, to be perfectly honest with you, I didn't mind that. I, that's did, when that's when it hit me. Ah. I didn't this mind. This is a that. long movie. This is a so long even movie. The, even the intro is a long row. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nice to see glimpses of Cybertron in the beginning. Mm. That is nice. The, yeah. way, the, the way they opened the film with, uh, with like showing, showing like a, the, the war in Cybertron going on yeah. and uh, Sentinel Prime trying to escape. That was cool. That was yeah. cool. And I liked the whole sequence of uh, you know, crashing into the, you know, crashing the dark side of the moon and, and uh, fucking John F. Kennedy saying like, okay, we got to get to the moon. We got to get this shit. The one I found funny was, they said, NASA say it'll take five years. It's eight years later. <laughs> Did you notice that? <laughs> it's like they waited for another three years just to say fuck it. Uh, I, I, I noticed that. That, that was that was pretty fucking stupid. But I but I like that sequence. Yeah. I, I, but the guy who once the, where, when this movie started to lose me was as soon as you cut away from that and you see Rosie Huntington's ass. <laughs> it is such a bizarre tonal shift. Yeah. That it's that, that it's because they achieved Kennedy. I, they achieved Kennedy and Nixon. I mean, like what the yeah, fuck they did Kennedy it, and Nixon? Yeah. yeah. It, it was one shot where it looked like they forgot to blur the guy's face. Yeah. Because you can see. It's John F. Kennedy, that's pretty good. Next shot. Who the fuck's that? Oh, it's John F. Kennedy, next shot again. Basically, I mean, like what little plot there is of this movie is that they set it up that the hum that uh, people have, uh, like the, the, the humans have known there's been some secret Autobot shit on the dark side of the moon. Yeah. They've, they fucking, they've, they've brought people. That's, why, that's why Neil and Buzz went up there. Yes, yes. That was the only reason the whole space race ever existed because the they wanted to get this shit. And, and fucking Buzz, Buzz Aldrin is in this movie talking to Optimus Prime and Optimus Prime is like, no, sir, it's me who's on Earth. It's like... It's, it's insane. Yeah, it's like... It's, it's, it's like, what the fuck is going on? The guy walks on the... They, I mean, they, they do it with all the respect they could from a Transformers movie. I mean, yeah. it's, it's an awesome moment. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah. fuck yeah, Buzz. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a there's a lot to like. Yeah. There's a lot to like. But it's but exactly the, it's exactly the same criticism that we leveled the second one, which was there's more of everything. Yeah. So as a result, there's more bullshit. And yeah. it's the same again, I think, right? This is even longer or is the same running time. But it's the it's, same level of he's the, the, the good bits are awesome, but he's also in equal portions expanded the shitty bits. Yeah, I mean like all of the things that, you know, like pissed you off about the last one are still there. Yeah. <laughs> they're still there. I mean they're a little bit more subdued. Uh, there's a lot less of the parents. Um, those um, there are two minority robots. Uh, but they're but, short. But they're short. And they're not in it much. And they're not in it much. And most also, of the robots get to be awesome. Instead yeah, of just and, and they get to be awesome. They actually get to do shit. Uh, so that you know, so that's one difference. But <laughs> aside, the, the thing that kind of, this is what really bugged me about this is that you have this tone, complete tonal shift where you're where it totally threw me out of the movie uh -huh. when we went from War on Cybertron, uh, uh, Space Race. race uh, Ro Rosie Huntington's ass yeah. with cheesy fucking cock rock. Yeah. You know, th that just, it really threw me. And then it continued to throw me because we find, like, as we, because, I mean, uh, uh, one thing, you gotta admit, like, this, this chick is quite hot. What's wrong with her face? <laughs> she's, got, she's got a weird face, but she's, she's kind of hot. And I actually kind of liked her. What was the scene? I didn't, I didn't no, wait, what was the actually. scene where they're talking, was it, is it Patrick Dempsey who's talking, talking about, about the, the cars? Talking about the cars. And like, meanwhile, Michael B is just <laughs> salivating. He's eye raping her ass. 
<laughs> it's like 12 year olds will love me. Yeah. But it's not even like cuts of the cars we talking about. It's just like, like stay on her. Stay on her. Stay on her. Stay on her. Patrick, She's hot. Stay on her. Keep She's talking, hot. Patrick. Just whatever. Sexy. Make, make you look really sexy. <laughs> yeah, her lips are weird. I didn't like but, that. Uh, she, uh, we follow her up the stairs and we're, we're introduced to Sam Witwicky once again and Sam Witwicky has turned into the most annoying son of a bitch in the world. I hate... This, will do, this movie does absolutely nothing to put off the Shia haters. Yeah, yeah. Shia comes across like a fucking prick. Yeah, I was like hoping someone would kill him, like a Transformer would fall on him because... At He's the just beginning, annoying. He's just annoying as fuck. Oh, it's just like, you, wanna... you, you fucking get a fucking job, just do something. He's whiny, yeah. he's moany. He's fucking... It's like, no one is in any position to whine when Rosie Huntington is sitting on you. Yes. <laughs> in a shirt. And speaking to you in a posh English accent. Yeah. You have no right to whinge about shit. Mm. You know, and this is where Michael Bay's plan kind of backfires. Like, when you got these, like, everyday guys with the hot chicks, you can't have this everyday guy fucking bitching and moaning about shit yeah. when that's his fucking girlfriend. Especially when you're when you're as young as that, yeah. You know, it's like you know he's not this. You know, Shia LaBeouf is not in his forties. Yeah, and, you know? he, and he also he ain't all that. I mean, he yeah. just what the fuck. Yeah, there you go. And also another problem, and I, and and this comes from they do use Twitter. listening to a lot of Michael Bay uh, commentaries, knowing that Michael Bay loves to fucking make people improvise shit loads. Yeah. You can just tell with Shia LaBeouf that a lot of this stuff is on on uh, like spur of the moment. Yeah. Because he never shuts up. Yeah. He never shuts up. It's like verbal diarrhea, and I can tell you that sort of thing is that's that's what happens when you improvise too much, when mm -hmm. you let your actors go too much, because you know, like they will just like. Because you do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like as I'm doing right now, uh -huh. you know, they'll just. No, but you can tell some of the shit. You who's who's gonna write that line? Yeah. Who's gonna write that line? Huh. He just never shuts up because you know he's obviously like improvising like a motherfucker. And it, and it makes the scene longer. Yeah. It makes everything feel longer, you know? Like, because I, Michael Bay doesn't say cut because, wait, Shy is still going. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck. But it just makes you hate him more. Like, he's not a sympathetic character yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a, what's the word I'm looking for? He's expecting life to walk up to him. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, look at your awesome fucking apartment. I, I hated Shia LaBeouf so much in this movie that I tell you who I loved was fucking McDreamy. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey sells out the human race and he still seems like a nicer guy than Shia LaBeouf. Patrick Dempsey plays a good fucking son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that the I was wait I didn't see that I mean, there's a bit in the middle of the trailer at the end at the middle of the credits but I don't know if there's anything at the very end mm -hmm. during the um the, the names the, the main names the, the the full title card names mm -hmm. you know there's a little glint of light across some of the letters mm -hmm. but only like on three of the cards and it's on the S the O and the B <laughs> then the letters that get highlighted and they only get highlighted in like 2 out of 12 or something like that or oh. 3 out of 12 it's really weird I just noticed that oh that's interesting you just noticed that well you just now <laughs> oh that's really interesting uh, but Patrick Dempsey he's in it he plays uh, Rosie Huntington's boss yeah. that Shia LaBeouf is incredibly uh, you know like insecure about yeah. uh, Josh Duhamel is back um, as uh, Colonel Lennox yeah um, and uh, so is uh, fucking Tyrese Gibson Tyrese Gibson um, Why is Tyrese Gibson dressed like a bin man for the whole movie? I don't know. It's, it's but did, did you get that bin man vibe off him? Uh, no, because it's the, 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 the stripes. No, no, I didn't. I, I think didn't. like men at work, the yellow, because the, the, the US kind of bin man's gears. I thought, I thought he was just trying to be hip. I didn't, I didn't know. Was he dressed like a bin man? Yeah. <laughs> it's like matching glow and dark strips on his trousers and top. That must have been one of the scenes where I closed my eyes. No, the, the whole thing, he's running the whole thing. He's like, yeah. I'm the bin man. <laughs> Uh, and another thing, it's like, it's like, uh, 
Okay, what what John Malkovich? Yeah. <laughs> What's John Malkovich doing? <laughs> it's John Malkovich. <coughs> What's he doing? <laughs> I don't know. Why? Because his accent, he's doing a weird accent He's doing as well. some bizarre fucking accent. He tries to basically force Bumblebee to rape him as well. The movie is so long that you, I kind of forgot about some of like that long protracted just what the fuck is going on with John Malkovich? John, the, the, the star of Dangerous Liaisons was lying on the, was ringing in the floor Writhing. Uh, writhing in the floor. Under Bumblebee's gun. Because um, yeah. he was trying to pick, he picked a fight with Bumblebee. Like, laughing inanely, saying, I'm ticklish! I'm ticklish! No, don't! <laughs> <laughs> it is just so I, I, I mean, out of there. And then Ken Jeong turns up. I did, and I hated him. Yeah. Ken Jeong's character. No, I mean, th this movie is so ridiculously over Stupid. the top. Yeah, if, if, if Ken had been more community style, a little bit more restrained, it might have worked. But as it was, he's literally bouncing off the walls. And Alan Tudyk? Yeah. Like, what? I, mean, I love Alan Tudyk, but I was like, you, what the? Francis McDermott, J uh, John Turturro is back. But at I least mean, Francis McDormand and John Turturro seem to have a character. Dutch changed accents and the way he talked and everything about himself yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. It's, no, this movie is just ridiculous. Uh. It, in terms of, like, character, in terms of plot, I mean, this this movie is just the the plot is there purely as an excuse to blow shit up and to have robots like fight. Yeah. Uh, now let's move on to the good things. Now hang on before we finish that. The plot is that the plot is wrong. <laughs> it's supposed to be the dark side of the moon, right? Yeah. So they land the lander beside the thing, right? So there's like, okay, you got radio silence because you're in the sh you know you're out of communication range. No, they're not. You can see the Earth. <laughs> They're on the light side of the fucking moon because it's light out. The moon is tidal locked. If you can see Earth, you're mm -hmm, on the light mm -hmm, side. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. So it's not actually the fucking dark side of the moon. I didn't pick up on that. No. And also, they parked right beside the fucking thing. <laughs> oh, hang on, Buzz. Just gotta move the camera over this way. <laughs> you just go over there. I mean, they. Uh, no, it's, it, it was so small, but it drove me fucking nuts. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. It's like if it was the dark side of the moon, it would be dark. Mm -hmm. And you would not see the Earth. No, but don't they like uh, they they land on the on, on the light side of the moon and then they run over to the dark well, side? Well, that's what I thought from the trailer. But in this, the lunar lander is here and the ship's over there. And also, they got twenty one minutes. They're not going to get over back in time. I don't oh. know why they had twenty one minutes. You got twenty one minutes there, but um, you know, it was just you've you've just fucked yourselves. Like this is on. If you can see the Earth, then people will have seen that area from from Earth. On I don't think people are thinking that much into it. I know but I they should be because it's I, called Dark of the Moon. Yeah, but. I really don't. I didn't notice it. No? No, no. The other thing, why are there 200 Decepticons on the moon? How'd they get there? Again, you see, I don't see the point in asking these questions. No, but... I know what you mean. Like, suddenly they all sort of erupted from the... Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah, they've yeah, been yeah. on the moon the like whole they've time. Been, they've been asleep the whole time. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we missed a line of dialogue or something, but that didn't bother me. No? I, yeah, I mean, I just figure like... I, I, my, my whole thing was More like... More fodder. Yeah, my, my whole thing was like, fuck it, hurry up, let's... Fucking get it on. Let's get that last hour going. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on the last hour. But, uh, was, no, that kind of that was again. But like I said, you, the, the tonal switch almost kicked you. Up. That kicked me the right. Those two things could be kicked me totally out. It's like you're not on the dark side of the moon, and also, I thought they were coming in from somewhere else, but they're just on the moon. It's like, how? Why have they? Because we you see the ship got shot in Cybertron and it just drifts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now to be fair, it would have taken millions of years to get here, but never mind. Let's skip over that one. We'll let that one go. But. There was no Decepticons on board, and yet they're just, and they, they, there was nothing to establish how they got to the moon. At all. 
Well, okay, that's a very huge plot hole. Yeah. Uh, again, it didn't bother me. Mm. I mean, because no, like, uh, the, you know, the, 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 I can't, the, I can't, I can't fault this movie for 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 plot. not making sense. <laughs> you know, it, it's just like things like that. It's like you, you just gotta let it go. Yeah. You know, uh, none of the movies have really made sense. <laughs> It's it's not the reason you go and see these movies. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, uh, my whole thing is, it's it's eye candy. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, the last, you know, like, there's never been character development. There's never been these characters. Are, there's ne- these have not been the things that the Transformers movies are about. No. So it's like, as much as I may bitch about how much I hated this character, I hated that character, for all of the reasons I went to see it, it, it delivered. Oh. Uh, in 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 regards to just the action. Yeah. Because but as a cinema experience, as a whole cinema experience, it does fucking suck that Michael Bay is a fucking twelve-year-old. Yeah, uh, that he can't just fucking. I mean, I know this is a kids movie, uh, but, but why? Why is that's what? Again, we're living in a world of three Transformers movies, but why has Transformers become you know synonymous with dumb, stupid blockbuster action? You know what I mean? It's like everyone yeah. knows it's dumb. Yeah, but like that's we're living in a world now where someone says, "I don't like shit like Transformers," you know that kind of shit. I don't like it. Who says that though? People. I haven't heard anyone say that. <laughs> well, you know, but they could. I'm sure, I'm sure they could. I mean, it, it is a very easy example to say, you know, what the fuck is wrong? No, no, I mean, it's it's gotten that kind of name because they have been kind of stupid. Yeah. You know? No, but, I'm saying, but why does it, why but, does it but, have to but, be stupid? But, but the cartoons themselves weren't the most in fucking intelligent plots in the world either. True. Some of the shit that went on in the Transformers was fucking ridiculous, you know? But... It's a, I mean, in that regard, it's a kids' film. Yeah. This, this is a movie that's based on a line of toys. The kids, you know? there was a kid sitting beside me that started getting anxious around the hour and a half mark. Like, not anxious, it's like getting bored, like restless. I would, I would imagine so because there's a, there's a whole fucking huge chunk of time where nothing really happens. Yeah. And Why does Shia LaBeouf run home from wherever instead of bringing Bumblebee with him? At that time when he has to be attacked by Laserbeak? Because he's stupid. Yeah. Because he's stupid. No, but it's because he has to he has to be on his own so that he can be kidnapped and brought over to the yes. other place. So that's, yes. That was like, ah, what? Just have Bumblebee wait outside or something. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I switched off uh, in, in the middle of watching this because I, I, I don't know. It was just like, I, I just realized that, okay, this is, this movie is only going to deliver in the visual department. Yeah. Um, and in the action thrills department, that's the only. I mean, they they, they established that quite clearly yeah. in, very early in the film. That it's like this movie is going to be all about the action. That's the only thing you're going to like about it. Yeah. Uh, because everything we've shown you that's not that right now sucks. Sucks. You know. So, thank God. For Ladies the, and gentlemen, John Malkovich. <laughs> so it's like you know, like thank God for the last hour. Yeah. Thank God for the last hour because I'm just, I'm saying, I know money-wise, it's either like cut that down or just have it all be that. It'd be great. I would rather it all be that. To be yeah. honest with you, uh, I mean, you, you, you kind of—I mean, like it—it it did kind of annoy me in this film where we still had some of that bullshit in there. You know, like after after we had been told that this movie is basically an, an apology, yeah. and we're gonna get rid of that shit. Like you know, like there's no more. Like what was it that Michael Bay said? No more dorky comedy. It's like. This movie's got tons of it. Yeah, you know, in you could you could almost argue just as much as the last one. A lot of swearing. It's yeah. PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah. A lot of swearing. A lot of swearing. No, it's. Uh, what is it the little fella says? Oh, this is a real cluster. And yeah, yeah. That's, that yeah, was yeah. quite good. But there's like good. dickhead shit, humorous yeah. shits. I mean, it says something about bastards. It's. I mean, it, it really does say something about uh, the the non-action parts of it. That I actually, you walk out of it. I actually walked out of it quite liking Rosie Huntington. 
you know, but I mean, I, I thought she was harmless. <laughs> you know what I mean? She wasn't she at the booth? Yeah. Or Frances McDormand? Yeah. She. I, I went in there. I went in there expecting to hate her, and walked out of there like uh, hating a few of the other characters like way more. Yeah, yeah. And that was something that I that, that I didn't really see coming. I didn't quite, you know. And and they really and it's almost like it was done to even more like level fucking. It's it seemed like it was done even more level ten than than it was in the second one. With some of the characters, like how over the top Ken Jeong's character was, how yeah. more, like the, the acting was ridiculously bad. Yeah. You know, John Malkovich, what, what, you know, what? What was he doing? You know, like Francis McDermott kind of okay. John Turturro already was still be hit. I mean, like John Turturro is just flying off the handle in, yeah. in these movies. <laughs> but I, but I, I feel like maybe we spent more time with him. But I feel like he's a character. Yeah, because he's been around for for three mm. films. So I mean, Sheila Booth's not a character. He's still just a hard on looking for something to happen. It, yeah. So. I, I recommend it purely for the last hour. Story-wise, it kind of pissed me off. I want to see the edit where it's just the robots because it was about halfway. Th- this is again, it's about time you start wondering about these things halfway through a movie. The last hour, I mean, like for for those of you who want to, the last hour is basically the fight for the fight for all. Yeah. And and, and uh, it's it's an all-out war between the uh, Autobots and the Decepticons, and it is very cool. Yeah. Uh, the squirrel suits are fucking awesome, and and uh, one of the, uh, uh, flying squirrel suits for those of you who don't know what he's and, talking uh, about. And another reason to see this movie on the big screen is that it is the best 3D film. Oh really? It is the best 3D. I film. couldn't get 3D. You couldn't get 3D. This movie is awesome in 3D. Oh uh, my! No, no, the the action mm-hmm. is ridiculously awesome in 3D. <laughs> it is so much fun to watch in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, just. Is there like shit coming out? There's one scene in particular I think I remember something kind of swinging. What is there anything coming out the screen again? Uh, yeah, bits and pieces, but but it's like it's like you know like sort of like um, bits flying off. Yeah, it's uh, it, it it's very subtle, but it's nice, nice how it's done. And um, and yeah, Michael Bay should do all of his action movies in three D. Yeah, yeah, he he's he is a director that is well made for for the medium. It's very good. And there are some uh, the effects are that's uh, halfway through. I think it was during one of the drama bits that I was thinking about this. The next time the robots come on screen, it's like that is fucking amazing. Yes, that's ridiculously awesome. Yes. And, um, and it fits it the lighting because I think I talked before yeah, 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 when the yeah. lighting doesn't match the lighting fucking matched perfectly there yeah. was a little iffy when which you've always wanted to see Bumblebee transform while Sam's still inside yeah, yeah, and yeah, get yeah, thrown yeah. out and then caught and it's just like that was fucking awesome that was very very cool very very cool no action wise this movie delivers 100% the yeah. fucking there's the scene with Optimus Prime flying and killing everyone yeah by the time you've gotten to that you're like yeah yeah so that's good the last shit yeah. that happened a minute ago yeah I mean uh, Optimus Prime has his trailer in yes <laughs> and when the trailer transforms and he gets his weapons it's, it's his like, wardrobe yeah, that is awesome and then he's like did you catch the line I mean fair enough you got the jetpack but when like they shut it off he's like he shut off my trailer. <laughs> I need the flight pack. <laughs> it's gonna, you know, offhand. They did a, yeah, yeah, they yeah, did yeah, this yeah. thing again where he can't. He needs maps. He needs to figure out where people are because, like, yes, they did split up to make diversions. Yeah. But because you only follow one person for the diversion, any other movie would cut between the three or some of that are still them working together towards the yeah. key point. Yeah. And then it's only when the other they're falling that Bumblebee turns up. Yeah. It was like the second movie where it's like Bumblebee has to be away because it'll look cool when he drives in at full speed and transforms yeah. as opposed to just standing there. Yeah. And it's like he did that again a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but the action. I know that was Prime gets caught up in ropes. Yes. <laughs> stupid. Yes. That was the stupidest action bit. Yeah, that was. That was pretty ridiculous. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Wheelie gets caught up in <laughs> <Yeah>. ropes. <laughs> Not Optimus Prime. <laughs> well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> and uh, Leonard Nimoy as Sentinel Prime is pretty cool. It's awesome. It's pretty fucking cool. His beard's cool. <laughs> Little bits of beard on him. 
Yeah. <laughs> Spockbot. Yeah. Is awesome. And you, you, the snare track line? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, that yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, I got that one. That was that was. <laughs> did you get the other one? I think where there's uh, Bumblebee's being threatened with uh, execution style. Uh, yes, yes. And I think there's a clip there that plays. I have and always will be your friend. From. Oh yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but, it was that. I wasn't sure, but it sounded like it. I missed that. Yeah. I missed that. Um, oh, and that's that's another thing that pissed me off. I'm sick to death of fucking Bumblebee talking through a stereo. <laughs> Give him a fucking voice. Especially, I didn't understand why they did it in the second film when in, at the end of the first film, he was getting his voice block fixed. Yeah. Ratchet was fixing it. His last line Ratchet of the move. Ratchet sucks. Ratchet's useless. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking, he's, he he's not really a doctor, it's a mail order uh, his, university. His original design, he transformed into an ambulance that didn't exist. <laughs> Anywhere except Japan. <laughs> So he's like, That's how useless I just, he is. I just saw the concept of if you left him that, you transformed into an ambulance that didn't exist. It's like, no, that, that, it's that, a that, not, not ambulance. That design of ambulance. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I'm just like, leaving it as a didn't exist even better. He turned into blueprints. He transformed into an ambulance that didn't exist. <laughs> it's like surreal. I gotta tweet that. Surreal. Surreal. My friend just transformed into a van that did not exist. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's some shocking deaths. Well, there's one. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and that's and that's all. That's all we'll say. Yeah, but that was like, there's a couple. There's a couple of nice deaths in it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, there, and there is there is one twist that yeah. that you that there's the way that you probably won't see coming. Yeah. I, you, I mean, like unless dumbass people have told you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you're going in cold, like like I did, uh, I didn't uh, I didn't see that coming. No. Yeah, me either. And then, and then uh, I mean, there's, you're talking about that one twist, but there's also. What the the planning? Yeah, and that it kind of works. And uh, and you're like and fuck and visual yeah and visual yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty fucking crazy <laughs> and uh, visual effects for uh, fucked up Megatron's face is yes. is pretty cool. But how did, I can't remember how he how did he get back to life again in the second one? They revived him, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't like the way Prime just kept whipping out the Matrix of leadership all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, He's just like, like I'm just making a point. He's just playing with it. I'm just fucking around here. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, like, since it's, when like, did, it's like Rubik's. That's annoyed me as well. Was like when since when did they like when did it, since when did the Transformers become Magneto? Did they get all this shit flying around and stuff? But it just seemed weird. It's like they should just pick it up. That just annoyed me. Yeah, that was that, I, again. That didn't bug me. Mm. I was just like, shit's floating. Shit's floating. Shit's floating. <laughs> I candy. I candy. I candy. I did like the fact that Sentinel Prime's like vehicle looked fucking nothing at all. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Robot. <laughs> It looks like shit. <laughs> it's it's like a dump truck or something. Yeah, no, it's like a, it's an, it's an, it's an airport uh, yeah. fire truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a specific type. It's like, well, you're gonna blend in really well in one place. <laughs> Everywhere else, you're screwed. <laughs> it's an airport. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I didn't even notice what he transformed into. I just no, just noticed there was something crappy. There's a black some truck nondescript thing. kind of crap. I mean, I was too busy looking at Optimus. <laughs> oh, and, and, and then near the end, near the end, he has the mask up for a good yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It's like yeah. yes. Uh, I mean, but okay. Here's another thing that really bugs me about about this film. I do not understand why the Autobots need to come from different countries. Scottish guy, Q. We got the Scottish guy. Why the, the fuck is the Scottish yard. gadget guy called fucking Q? That is just, oh, and why has he got hair? Do they have the hair on the little robot as well? It's like, why does he have a fucking beer belly? What is oh, that? Oh, the records. The records. The records, yeah. The, the, the records. Warriors 3. Yeah. Why does, why, why is the pink, pink car a fucking Jamaican? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? 
That really pisses me off. Yeah, I'm not, that was one scene where it's like these guys. Why are like, can't these robots talk normal? Yeah. <laughs> For some people, that is normal, Gavin. Look, the robots. No one talks. Like so Cybertron doesn't have fucking. This is Scotland. There is no fucking Scottron. You know? <laughs> there's, there's. Jamaican. There's no tr Cybertron stead. <laughs> it was, yeah. Just odd again, but I did have a little cheer when I saw the records because they're in the comic book and stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, there's no fucking leads." What? Leads, leads. Where, where's the, uh, like? Okay, one of them was a, one of them was a Scott. The other guy was a Yob, right? It sounded like he was like, "Yeah, we're, we're on." A bit, yeah, I didn't get the, like no, the, the coffee, Scott, the Scott coffee, guy was like, the record. The Scott guy was the the gadget guy, right? He's like, "Oh, by the way, here's some stuff." No, 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 no. One, one of the uh, the records was also a Scott as well. Was he? Yeah, yeah. And so the two of them from the same place. <laughs> But it's like, okay, so there's one robot, he's like a mad scientist. Hey, why don't we make, just look, make him look like a mad scientist? Like, like Albert Einstein. It's like, why would robots do that? Why does he have hair? Why did the small one who has hair, why was it smoking? Did you notice that? Yeah. I mean, they had to go and spend months of the time digitally adding like wisps of smoke, but it wasn't all the time. It wasn't, he wasn't on fire all the time. But, or maybe he was. <laughs> but, you know, these weird, that's the sign of a bad movie when you start drawing attention to those. But it is what it is, it's Transformers, I mean, fuck. I got bombast fatigue. That was what happened. Like there were moments where it's just like you're feeling a lump in your throat because you know the flag is flying and the music's swelling and everything, and it's just like, or you know, shit's going, get, shit's getting real. Yeah. When you get those shits getting real moments, usually the camera is down low, spinning around somebody while they're going, ah, and whatever. Yeah, there are a couple of uh, shits getting real moments that that are real. They're great. And Michael Bay is the best at that. But after three of them, yeah, I was done. And at the end with the flag. <laughs> we'll stand here and strike a pose. And the movie just ends. Yeah. Does so that? It, it ends very abruptly. Very abruptly. It's like, and then some. It's like we're out of action. Yeah. In the movie now. Cut. It's, like, it's, like, it's a quick cut. It's like bam. Yeah. It's. It's because it was quite. It was quite odd. Very odd. Very odd. But would you recommend this movie? I don't know. I said the action is so good. Yeah. If you're willing to bypass story and just go for cool action, then yes, I think you should see it, and I think you should see it in 3D. And also, Rosie Huntington's ass looks nice in 3D. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah, it, no. does, it does pop out just a little bit. <laughs> you know, but just take the glasses off whenever Shia LaBeouf is, uh, is on screen. Yeah. Uh, you won't miss anything. <laughs> just take the glasses off and plug your ears whenever yeah. he's on screen. <laughs> get, a, get a nice set list on your iPod. Yeah. As soon as you see robots on screen, just listen. To the blue Danube. <laughs> do, 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 do. Actually, maybe you should watch this movie and listen to Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. It might actually work. I don't know if Dark Side of the Moon long. It's, it's not long enough. It's not long enough. Well, then do it twice. Yeah, even though no. it was a light. Or, have, or have, uh, have the wall as backup. That's what I'm going to do when I go see it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I would be interested to see it in 3D, but I don't know if I could. That's the, that's the big thing. I'd like to see it in 3D. I don't know whether I could sit through it again. Um, I, I don't think I could sit through it again. <laughs> I'm glad I saw it because that shit is, is cool in 3D, but... Uh, it's done now. It's done. I've, I've, you won't be getting the DVD. I didn't say that. Uh. Because, you know, no, like, uh, uh, the, I, I, I'd, I'd probably get the DVD because I would probably want to hear Michael Bay's commentary. Yeah. But I could rent it for that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Where? Uh. You can't rent anymore, right? No, you can't. Yeah. Welcome to the future. There you go. You get three Transformers movies, but you can't rent DVDs. 
Um, and so that's uh, if you disagree with us, let us know at podcastmeyetandfries.com. We'll We're finish off the Round show. it up with the uh, box office results from the, the US and from Malaysia. Malaysia, number 10. Attack the block. I wanted to see this, but what, it's, it's already like reducing cinemas. It's, it's, it's already like, it's only like. <laughs> no one understands what the fuck's going on. I heard that. <laughs> number nine, Blitz. It's Blitz. Uh, number eight, Kung Fu Panda, the Kaboom Doom. I actually want to see this. I've heard, I, I've heard it's. On, like, I keep forgetting it's still on. Yeah, I've heard it's actually quite good. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Avan, uh, Avan Ivan. Avan Ivan. Avan mm, Ivan. Number six, X Men First Class. Number five, Super 8. Number four, Russell. Number three, Gale, Gale Gangster. Gangster. Number, number two, two Treasure Inn. <laughs> Didn't see they that coming. <laughs> they couldn't afford an island. <laughs> Number, number one, one number Green, Lantern. Green Lantern. Uh, Green Lantern is uh, falling rapidly very, in the US. Very fast. Yeah. Although uh, Warner Brothers is still saying that they they're going to have a sequel. They're going to go ahead with the sequel. Uh, although there is uh, rumblings heard that uh, Ryan Reynolds may not return. Oh really? Yeah. Not not because they don't want him, but because he might decide the sequel to Green Lantern is maybe not the best thing for my career. Yeah. Should go do that Flash movie. Yeah. <laughs> In the US, fuck box that. Office. Do the Deadshot. Yeah, yeah. Do the Deadpool movie, dude. What the yeah, yeah. No, I was kidding. What the fuck? Fucking Flash. Uh, number ten in the US is Midnight in Paris. What are you on? Number nine, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Number eight, Bridesmaids. This movie is raking it in. Bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, is seven raking, weeks on release and it's raking it in. Yeah. Number. Uh, it's this year's The Hangover. Yeah. Number seven, The Hangover Part Two. This year's. This year's The Hangover. Pile of shit. <laughs> Number six, X-Men, first class. Number five, Mr. Popper's Penguins. I haven't heard anything of you. Uh, no, I haven't. I don't want to. It looks horrendous. Yeah. Number four, Super 8. Number three, Green Lantern. Number two, Bad Teacher. I've heard mixed things about this. Yeah, me too. And number one, Cars 2, getting raped by the critics. Yes. Well, first Pixar to receive a raping. But the thing is, I think First it's... Pixar movie to receive a wobble. <laughs> a what? A wobble. A wobble. Yes, Baldry. But you never said... <laughs> I have heard that it is um, compared to everything else they've done. Yes, probably. The, I mean, Cars was already their weakest movie, mm-hmm. and now they've made the sequel to the weakest I mean, movie. It, I really do not understand why there is a sequel to Cars. Yes, I just don't get it. And there's also did you hear Tom or, Hanks? Or, or Monsters Inc. To be honest with you, uh, yes, I heard Tom Hanks like talking something about, about Toy Story, Toy Story 4. Four again. Another movie. I don't see why you should have. A no, Toy Story to. is finished. That it is just that be is left, the definitive story. I mean, you want. Why haven't we got The Incredibles too? Yes, if there's any movie that you want to do a sequel to, it should be The Incredibles. Even yeah, Monsters, because it's set up for it. They're even Monster Inc. Monster Inc. does not deserve a sequel. No, everything's happy at the end. Yeah. That's why it's a prequel. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for all the good choices he makes, Lasseter just loves fucking cars. I guess so. I did hear something during the week on a podcast, another podcast where we were talking about apparently in the original trailer for Cars, there were actual real bugs that were hitting the car instead of, you know, normal bugs, mm-hmm. or like car bugs, like Volkswagen bugs, that were hitting them. Mm-hmm. And like that implied like that there were other animals in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but then if they, they changed them to little car bugs. But that world makes no fucking sense. What happens if a car loses all their tires? I have no, idea. Oh, no, I don't even go to that. No, that's a whole that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I do want to see it though. <laughs> I don't. We can have that conversation <laughs> then. Anyway, thanks for sticking with us. Catch you guys next week. Yeah, thanks a lot. Peace Bye. out.